Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from March 10th to March 16th, 2014. Cisco has launched the Internet of Things Security Grand Challenge. We're inviting you, the global security community, to propose practical security solutions across the markets being impacted daily by the Internet of Things. Read about it in the Cisco Security blog post, Join the Challenge, Secure the Internet of Things. Cisco Live Milan session videos and documents are now available. Cisco Live Melbourne is this week, and Cisco Live 2014 registration and scheduling began February 28th. The Cisco 2014 Annual Security Report has been released following months of collaboration between threat researchers and other cybersecurity experts at Cisco and Sourcefire. As promised, it provides a warts-and-all analysis of security news from 2013 and our perspective for the year ahead based on the data collected through Cisco security products and analyzed by our researchers. Multiple Cisco subject matter experts have provided additional details and insights in multiple posts on the Cisco security blog. Cisco will release the next scheduled Cisco iOS software bundled publication on March 26th. Details of the publication will be posted to the Cisco Security Intelligence Operations portal. Vulnerability activity was increased from previous periods, primarily due to the monthly Microsoft security bulletins and security updates for Apple iOS, Adobe Flash Player, Adobe Air, Adobe Shockwave Player, and a secondary security update in March for Google Chrome. Microsoft published its monthly security bulletin release on March 11th. Microsoft released five bulletins that addressed 23 vulnerabilities. The bulletins address vulnerabilities in Microsoft Windows, Microsoft Internet Explorer, and Microsoft Silverlight. The vulnerabilities could allow an attacker to execute arbitrary code, cause a denial-of-service condition, access sensitive information, or gain elevated privileges. One of the security bulletins addressed multiple vulnerabilities in Internet Explorer, including the Microsoft Internet Explorer Use After Free vulnerability that is being actively exploited. Full details of the individual vulnerabilities and recommended mitigations are available in the Cisco Event Response, Microsoft Security Bulletin release for March 2014. Apple released a large update for iOS correcting multiple vulnerabilities affecting multiple devices. Adobe released updates for multiple vulnerabilities in Adobe Flash Player, Adobe Air, and Adobe Shockwave Player. Asterisk released multiple advisories and software updates. Juniper reported multiple vulnerabilities in Junos, and HP reported multiple vulnerabilities in the HP Smart Manager, System Management Homepage, and HP UX. Google released a second security update for March 2014 addressing multiple vulnerabilities. The second release is likely associated with the CanSec West Pawn to Own contest held last week. Competitors claim multiple prizes by compromising all the major browsers. Users can expect additional vulnerabilities and security updates from the browser's vendors in the coming period. Spam activity for the period included campaign themes targeting the United States tax season, the Ukraine crisis, and the missing Malaysian airliner. A social media campaign, or possibly multiple campaigns, spread posts indicating celebrities' deaths, 
which proved to be hoaxes. Users and organizations, particularly in the United States, should be aware the United States Men's NCAA Basketball Tournament has begun and will continue through the championship game on April 7th. Like most major sporting events, the tournament generates increased fan interest, extensive online activity, and widespread media coverage. Organizations should consider the potential impact of increased network congestion from online viewing of streaming video, email volume increases with alerts, notifications, and updates, and a spike in criminal activity attempting to exploit the online activity. Malware activity included tracking the Turla malware, also known as Snake, and a Siesta malware campaign. IntelliShield published 173 events last week, which included 123 new events and 50 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go slash IntelliShield for more information. In the physical risk management category, the hunt for Malaysian Flight 370 continues. After more than a week of searching and wide speculation on the missing Boeing 777, experts still have few answers or clues on what happened to the aircraft. While the distraught families wait for information, the experts and assistance from multiple countries in the region continue the physical search in multiple areas and the search for technical information that could aid in locating the aircraft. Details of the ongoing search have flooded the media with speculation on the many possible theories, while spam and social media campaigns are attempting to exploit the volume of international interest and confusion. In this age of sophisticated tracking, identification, and monitoring technologies, it is difficult for many to believe that a Boeing 777 aircraft could just disappear and officials using all the available technologies cannot locate it. The latest theories are focusing on the disappearance being an intentional event and focusing on the pilots of the aircraft that may have disabled the numerous devices and communications that would report the aircraft's position. Despite the most advanced technologies, the disappearance shows that such an event can occur and the limitations of technology, particularly as investigators speculate that a highly skilled insider intentionally altered those technologies. In the Attacks and Compromises Risk Management category, Security organizations are currently tracking multiple distributed denial-of-service attack methods that continue to exploit known weaknesses and widely used content management systems. Arbor Networks posted data on the continued network time protocol DDoS attacks, while Security reported the identification of DDoS attacks exploiting a known issue in WordPress systems. Multiple organizations also continue to track the DNS redirection attacks focused on the small office home office router vulnerabilities. As reported in the Cisco 2014 Annual Security Report, attackers have shifted their focus from the endpoint systems to those infrastructure systems farther upstream. All of these attacks have been occurring for extended periods and continue to prove successful. All of these exploits and attacks have known prevention and mitigations. The success of these attacks has raised a debate over whether the Internet service providers, hosting organizations, and other service providers should play a greater role in identifying and mitigating these attacks. This argument has been raised before with other types of malicious activity and has in some cases been very successful in proving the Internet hygiene for everyone. It is a difficult call for these organizations to determine when it is appropriate for them to intervene and assist in mitigating these attacks while not overreaching from legal, privacy, and censorship grounds. 
What can ease this difficulty is for end users and organizations to understand their legal agreements with service providers, develop a strong working relationship with them, and know when to ask for their assistance. Finally, in geopolitical news, this weekend Ukraine's Crimean Autonomous Region voted overwhelmingly to become a part of Russia in a referendum that was condemned by Western nations. Popular reaction on the ground across Ukraine emphasizes deep divisions among Ukrainian citizens about their future, and information security specialists are watching closely for signs of online disruptions. Following Russia's annexation of Crimea, Ukraine's security services chief notified journalists that Crimean parliament members' mobile phones had been blocked. Scattered reports of internet outages, specifically a five-hour outage suffered by a service provider, have been watched carefully but have not been widespread. Moreover, InfoSec analysts looking for disruptions reported an uptick in activity related to the Herberos, or Snake, cyberspying toolkit, versions of which were detected as early as 2005. Snake has been most active against Ukrainian government targets, but has also been detected in Lithuania, the United Kingdom, and Georgia. With the Crimea referendum, despite its obvious irregularities, returning a strong majority in favor of reunification with Russia, and EU-US imposed sanctions on Russian oligarchs and Putin administration advisors already being put in place, information security experts are bracing for politically motivated connectivity disruptions and website defacement. Economic sanctions or diplomatic protests carried out by Europe or the United States could well lead to retaliatory actions, including appropriation of assets or disruptions in service in the region. It could also lead to hacking against companies and Western individuals who may be vulnerable to revelations of corruption or other wrongdoing. Thinking longer term, the snake exploit serves as a reminder about multi-purpose cyber espionage toolkits. They may be valuable in stealing data at one point in time and later be useful for providing a pathway into networks that allow for disruption or defacement. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.